this episode, Andy is joined by Cameron and Carson Murphy, the Murphy Boys. Welcome to the Road Home from Wrestling interview. Will you introduce yourself to me? Because I don't know which one's which, and I'm the worst at that, man. I'm really sorry. Cameron, the oldest. Carson, the younger one. <laughs> now, are you guys brothers or are you cousins? No, we're brothers. Are brothers. you? Wow. That's, yeah. man, how much fun are you guys having traveling the roads with your brother? Oh, it's, it's a blast. It's interesting. That's, <laughs> a, that's an understatement, really. It's a dream come true. We're very blessed as far as that. Yes. And real quick, I just want to say, Larry D, thanks Thank so you, much. Thank you, Larry. We appreciate I mean, that. It means a lot. Yes. Larry's a tremendous individual. I believe he's booked you guys several times, and I'm sure he would yes. book you more if he was able to. But I know you guys are busy. Yes. You know, you guys are out there. <laughs> you're, you're, you're running the roads. You're, you're all over Kentucky. You're all over Kentuckyana. Um, you know, what's uh, – okay, so, you know, we, t- we talked about briefly how you guys are actual brothers. That is incredible. What's kind of like the biggest thing as far as like – well, so let's ask each of you. Cameron, what is your like biggest moment you guys have had so far? Our biggest moment, I'd say probably probably the first time uh, the Maddox brothers gave us our, our big chance at uh, the Owensboro Sports Center. That was huge for me. Uh, that meant a lot. For, for them to do that with us being so green in our careers when we when we first got to wrestle there, uh, and that just that kind of proved to them the kind of tr- proved to us the kind of trust they had uh, in us. So that that felt awesome. And what about you? What about you, Carson? Uh, I I'd almost have to agree. That was our first time performing in front of like a a large audience, and. Uh, to say we were nervous is an understatement as well, but yeah. <laughs> we yeah. learned we almost got thrown into the deep end, and uh, we, long story short, we swam. We're very blessed with the help of others. So, well, that's kind of how you know pro wrestling works, isn't it? I mean, at some point you got to go out exactly. there and do it, and uh, you yeah, know, right. I mean, and and no matter what's the situation, it probably does feel like getting pushed in the deep end. But but tell yeah. me a little bit about like. You know, some of the things that helped you, some of the advice that you got, you know, about handling nerves and being able to deal with, like, not thinking while you're out there and just kind of doing your, your thing. You want to go first? Oh, gosh. We've gotten so much great advice, like, from people like Larry, from, oh, man. If I, I, if I listen to everybody that's given us some amazing <laughs> advice, we all night. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, of course, the main one is to just slow down. Yeah, uh, that's what I was going to say. That's... I think any wrestler would tell you that that's the the key. Uh, slow down and focus on what you're doing. Listen to the crowd yes. over anything because if you got a bunch of things planned out, then they might not bite. So uh, I know that's it for me at least. Yeah, uh, for me it's pretty much the same. And, and learning how to bob off the crowd and uh, that's where good training comes in. You know, sometimes you got to scrap the plan and you know wing it, walk and talk as they say, and, <laughs> and do what you do. So that's where sort of becoming a decent worker. Uh, uh, kicks into play and uh, when you got guys like the best hand in the house giving you advice on how to make that even better 
uh, it's, it's that it's, it makes it that much easier and it makes it easier to control those nerves, whether you're in front of 30 people or, you know, 1500, it's, it's all the same. Uh, you know, you, you get to feel that energy and it's that, that energy is hard to beat when it comes to just being out there and, and feeling it and going with it. And you get back and I, I'll speak for myself. I don't know about anybody else when I say this, but half the time I won't even remember the match. Like as soon as I get done, I won't even remember the match. I'll just, it's almost like this euphoric high that you get. It's, it's amazing. I love it. Well, you know, and that euphoric uh, thing you're talking about, that has to get even better when you go back and watch things and you see that, hey, in this euphoric state where I can't even remember what happened, I did the right thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Exactly. So, that's it. Uh, that's awesome. Or, or sometimes the opposite, I did the wrong. But that's, yeah. but that's where you learn. And, you know, with, exactly. with something – you know, a lot of people don't realize how much goes into pro wrestling. You know, I did uh, like three hours of training one time and I, no, thank you. You know what I mean? I like the amount, <laughs> yeah. like I, I used to play drums a lot and, you know, I thought that it was difficult to keep track of four limbs, but when you're wrestling, you, it, it's like it's four limbs and then it's your face and it's the rest right. of your body, yeah. you know, and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a complete art form when it comes to that because of, you know, all those physical things you have to do. What are some things that you guys have kind of like, is it just repetition or what is it that's helped you kind of understand that internally, if that makes sense? I feel like that's part of it. That repetition, you got to, you kind of get to know things and, and back to just having really good training whenever you first start and uh, being confident when you do certain things too. That's, that's another thing because there's, there's a lot of stuff out there that if you're not confident when you do it, it, not only will the, it, it, the crowd know, but it becomes unsafe when you're not confident in what you do. So, uh, at least for me, that's that's kind of my big thing uh, as far as being more comfortable out there and having more feeling like I have more control is confidence. Yeah. Uh, and working with people better than you, too. Yes. That's the key, too. Because, you know, you're only as strong as your weakest link, you know. So, uh, working with people better, you only get better feedback. The better feedback, the better you get. Well, and, you know, and much like things that are artistic, they just take time. You know, I, I don't know yeah. how many times now this pisses me off and I, I don't want to go on a big diatribe because I'm here to talk about you guys, but I'm sure you guys have experienced this as well in your career. And that is uh, a wrestling fan who knows it all, who comes to a show and sees a guy and they mess a few things up and they're like, oh, fuck that guy. You know what I mean? And yeah. like, to yeah. me, yeah. I, I think that the, like, the finished product's awesome. It's great to watch WWE, John Cena doing moves and stuff. That's awesome. But I think yeah. that you know some of the most rewarding things as a fan is being able to watch someone grow and then becoming a fan of them. And then I'm a fan for life, no matter what they do. Yep. What what do you right. what do you think about that? You know, and and experiences like that that you guys have had. As far as as far as like the the, the smart fans go, uh, so to speak, it's more or less just we try to do things that are going to be a little more creative that they, that they haven't seen, but not so much in like a flip flop kind of fashion. You know, I, I can do some flippy stuff, but I can't say it's going to look great if I do it. So uh, really we try to innovate more on like the, the older stuff that you would have seen in like the WWF or WCW back in like the early nineties or something like that. Some tag stuff and, Think, and we try to innovate it and put a little spin on it. So be like, wow, we haven't seen that in a while. You know, that was actually pretty neat how they did that. And, uh, different things like that, I feel like, is, is kind of what makes us unique to 
to what we're doing and giving them something different, something a little more entertaining to on our part as far as what I feel like we can do best. But that also comes with different styles. Different guys work way different styles. Uh, I'd say it'd be, you know, for me to try to try to do what Myron and all them are doing out there. He'd eat me up. Well, you know, Myron's got a lot of experience nowadays. He's, you know, he's been wrestling four or five times a week now for a couple of years and, and, and working, working that much can kind of accelerate that development. You know what I mean? And, and being like mega talent, it also helps. Right. 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 But, 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 you know, I really appreciate that, especially with you guys wrestling in Kentucky um, you know, when I first started coming down to see wrestling in Kentucky, we, I mean, still to this day, I don't call it wrestling. I call it wrestling. It's different, yep. you know, yep. and, and <laughs> a, doing a flip, that's fine. But that's not what's going to make a fan remember you. It might be right. pissing off the lady sitting next to him. That might, that might just by giving him a look or, you know, or blowing him a kiss or whatever the case may be, you know, and those right. are the kinds of the things that, that work well in Kentucky and they also make your career longer. So um, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm, I'm really happy to hear that you guys are adopting those kinds of things. Give me an example of like a fun tag team thing that you guys do every once in a while. That's like something you maybe saw from back in the day. I'd have to say the, the shake, ride, and roll. Yeah, yeah. Uh, shake, ride, and roll. We mix it up instead of dropping down with like a knee or a forearm. We do some uh, like a barrage of elbows. You know, constant Just offense. Keep hitting keep them. them down. Just keep hitting them. Things like that. That uh, we also do this bow tie move that uh, I haven't seen really anybody use on probably ten years. So <laughs> we're just trying to. We're watching things. Uh, studying, 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 seeing what we could take and use for ourselves. Uh, not just move-wise, though, but uh, psychology-wise and things like that, and seeing what we could do to make ourselves better. I like I like the idea of good storytelling, too. That's like my favorite part of all of it. So whether or not the moves I do are cool, as long as we convey the proper story, uh, and knowing your audience is like one of the biggest things that we've been told is like, no matter where you go, know your audience because they're going to be different. Uh, Teddy King was really big on telling us that. Know your audience. Because if you go up to... Yeah, <laughs> if you go up to if you go up to like you know Jeffersonville or Memphis, Indiana versus going to Clarksville or Memphis, Tennessee, you're gonna you're gonna have two vastly different crowds majority of the time. You're gonna have two vastly different crowds, and and they're gonna react differently to certain things. So, mm-hmm. uh, really, just as long as we tell that story properly and and have the you want to have them talking after the fact, you know, after the match is done. Man, you, you want them saying something about it. Mm-hmm. So as long as they're talking and they're not totally crapping all over the match, I think we're I think we're good. That's that's the key. So whether I have to take fifty bumps or I take, you know, five to ten bumps in a match, as long as I told the story, that's my that's my goal every time. I may get heat for it for saying this, and I'm sorry for anybody who doesn't like him. <laughs> Roman Reigns is one of my biggest <laughs> is one of my biggest uh, one of my favorites oh, right boy. now. So we just, I feel like he tells he tells a damn good story. I can't be mad at it. Fair enough. Well, you know, um, I mean, <laughs> it's all good. I hey, you know, he's a tremendous wrestler. Is he the the top guy in the world? No, that's yeah, that's no. that's my problem with it. Is that that's it? You know, I'm not going to sit here and go on a you know Roman Reigns diatribe because I don't really care that much. I don't watch a ton of WWE, honestly. I watch it while I'm doing yeah, these yeah. and stuff. I I like the local stuff. I like guys like yourself. Yeah. You know. Um. Now something else I wanted to mention. I just recently uh, uh, had Marco Stunt on last week, right? 
and oh, yes. and obviously we had some discussion about his size. And I kind of want to have that same discussion with you guys, but in the opposite way. You guys are tall. You're, I mean, you guys are probably six one. I would say six foot. Is that right? Uh, six three and six four. Okay. Six yeah. Four, yeah. Okay. I, that's what I thought. You know. So <laughs> people, people don't realize that we get in the locker room and you know we'll walk up and we're shaking hands and all this and they're like, uh, "No, taller than we thought." I was like, "I guess." Well, you know, I'm five ten, like in a half, and I tower over most independent wrestlers so you know which yeah, is shocking yeah. to me the first time i started going i was like holy crap these guys are tiny you know <laughs> but uh but you guys are legitimately humongous as far as tall wise uh tell me that that's obviously going to help you guys stick out in a world where all these tiny flippy dudes are kind of ruling the earth um you know tell me kind of yeah. what you know how that's been advantage advantageous to you and how it's been a detriment or if it has um, I can speak on the detriment part <laughs> because I try my hardest to put on weight. And if I looked at you and told you right now that I weigh 200 pounds, you probably wouldn't believe me. <laughs> but I do, and it's it's hard for people to see it because I'm still pretty, I mean, I'm thin. And that height just makes it so much farther versus, you know, with these shorter guys, they can weigh, they can weigh and look great and built at, you know, 180 or 190. So that's the disadvantages. Of course, uh, it's wrestling has changed a lot obviously you know uh, but being tall does definitely help makes you stand out like you said stand out in a crowd so uh i'm though we can't we're limited as far as maybe flips or things like that we can make for make up for in other ways suicide dives oh my gosh <laughs> i have to go over the rope there's no going through <laughs> if i go through i'm getting hung so it's it's over for us hey man going over is a little safer i think anyway because you got you got <laughs> yeah. a chance to at yeah. least land on your back if you got to land you know right. um going straight through <laughs> i mean you know uh there's a guy you know chris majors right you know him he he wrestles yeah, okay. now at yeah, yeah. he was doing a out Side in spear for a while, you know, like from the apron in, and he would do it diagonal because he couldn't get. <laughs> you have to get creative when you're tall. Dude. I thought that was pretty funny, you know, but it worked, you know, and it looked pretty awesome. So, uh, but uh, but that that's that's really good stuff. Now, are you guys going to be at PWF on Friday? We will not be. Oh, we will not be. Um, this, not this Friday, at least. Yeah. <laughs> in the future, you you never know. You never know where you'll catch the Murphy Boys. But well, what's your um, what's your next big show? What do we got this weekend? Uh, well, of course, we're in IWA a lot, a lot. Probably yeah. every Thursday every we've Thursday been in IWA. So. Try to be every Saturday as well. Yeah. And then we have a, a very, very big September 8th show here in Owensboro, Kentucky at the Sports Center. WWA? Uh, no. Uh, no, this one's UCW. UCW, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have uh, uh, Jerry Lawler, Ken Shamrock, Crazy Steve, Beth Bagwell. Uh, Rob Conway. Rob Conway. It's gonna, be, it's gonna be. It's gonna be a blast, and some more that uh, we can't exactly say yet. So. Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, <laughs> what? It'll, it'll be a money. It'll be worth your money. Those uh, those Kentucky shows in that area tend to always book a couple, you know, legends. Uh, who's the the Who's the most fun guy you kind of you know brushed elbows with down there? Ooh. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll say this for a fact: Chase Stevens is always fun to be around. Uh, he's he's got some. Pretty damn good stories to tell, and he's just—he's overall just a super entertaining guy. Tracy Smothers the same way. He's got some great stories to tell. Oh, I bet. Jeez. Uh, who else? I feel like I'm missing somebody. Uh, 
Oh gosh! Again, that's one of those where we could be here all night with some people like that. They're just depending on the locker room and the setting and the environment, what what's flowing through them and what's not at the time. You, you can get some good little stories and entertainment out of them, and it's, we, just, it's we always were, fun. We were able to pick up MVP from the airport one time, and man, yeah. that road trip was. You talk about knowledge. I mean, it was insane. Man, he's and he he seems like a pretty cool guy as far as like. You know, if you yeah. asked him a dumb question or what seems like would be a dumb question, he'd still be like, oh, cool, man, you know, and still talk to you. Yeah. You know, he wouldn't like, yeah. you know, because, I mean, that's that's a, another issue. Um, you know, I've worked in hard on trying to ask good questions and stuff like that over a long period of time. It takes a while to develop the ability to kind of express yourself that way. And, you know, right. that's something that's, it's difficult for fans sometimes because they come up and they don't know what to say and they say like, uh, I liked your match. It was really good. Uh, do you have yeah. do you have do you have that in two X? You know, I mean that's yeah. and that's kind of all you get out of them sometimes. What's something that you know a wrestler could do to break the ice with fans? You know, to kind of make that experience a little easier for them. Uh, just reach out. Really, um, for us, I'm very lucky to uh, be. I'm introverted in a way, but I, I very I connect well with others. I guess when I'm when I'm talking to them, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't know how to explain it. <laughs> it's, it's weird because we're like, we're, we're, we're almost identical, identical personality wise, but you get like a dry version with him. You get a wet version with me. So introverted, extroverted. It's Very but like your, your responses may be, our responses may be the exact same. Just how we say it is going to be just a little different, but well, iceberg, I just try to be just more personable. I'm, you know, outside of this, I, I'm no different than, you know, I work, you regular, I work a job. I work, you know, Monday through Friday. I, I do normal human things. I'm no superstar by any means. So that's what I just try to, you know, I, just, I tell them, like, I'm just, a, I'm one of the lucky ones that got to get in there and, and do this thing. You know what? So. Uh, I, I saw, uh, you know who I think is just this guy that I've just learned so many lessons about, like, how to just connect with people better. And I know this sounds crazy, but Space Monkey. If you ever see really? if you ever really? see Space Monkey work the merch table, he doesn't say anything <laughs> except monkey noises and somehow he's able to connect with adults, children, anyone who comes up and communicate with them. And it's unbelievable, man. And like he's one oh, of those awesome. I, like he's one of those guys I watch him and I'm like I can't believe and then one time though at the TPI last year, he started talking to me. And I was like, "Oh, it was." It made me so mad. I was like, "Come on, man!" He was like, "Thanks for the interview." And I'm like, "Oh, damn it!" So, <laughs> but uh, but anyway, uh, but yeah, man. There's so many lessons to learn, be learned from all these guys. Now, you guys are young guys. You you know, obviously, everybody's the you know wants to get to the WWE and wrestle in Japan and all these different places. Right. Um, but I mean, what's a re- what's a not a realistic, but what's a a tangible goal for the near future for you guys. It's kind of a big uh, career milestone that you'd like to reach. Mm. Just to uh, reach out a little bit more. Like you said earlier, uh, we've been very blessed to be booked a lot within the Kentucky and Kentuckiana uh, area. Right. And so I'd say now uh, maybe try to work more North and uh, different places where people maybe don't know us. And that's how you really get your name out there because people who know you already know you. You know what I'm saying? And uh, uh, I'd say as far as that and connecting more in ring with people as well, wherever we go. 
Yeah, I like to build a chemistry with, with whoever because you never know when you're going to wrestle them again. And uh, sometimes it, it, it ends up being magic from the beginning and you end up working all these different places with the same tag team. And eventually you build a chemistry to where people just, they gravitate to it and they love it. And that's the kind of stuff that I, I enjoy. Uh, realistically, I just like to be able to pay a couple bills off of wrestling <laughs> and, and on top of, you know, getting our name out there, you know. But uh, I just enjoy it, the trips and stuff, the people you meet. Uh, things like this, this kind of interaction is just—it's really cool. Like, you can't beat it. <laughs> you know, I've been looking forward to it all day Aww. because it's just—it's different and it's—it's it's fun. And I feel like, you know, when I see people, you know, clicking in down here and watching us, it's just like these people are taking time out of their day to watch two kids from Owensboro mm-hmm. on a, you know, on a, a live interview. I think it's really cool. <laughs> so, well, you know, this thing is a lot of fun. That's why I keep doing it. I tried to quit a couple months ago, and I just had to come back because of people like you, you know, that I haven't hit yet. So, you know, I got to get everyone. Welcome to the business. <laughs> Welcome to the business. Try to get away. You can't. It is what it is, man. But, uh, well, that's pretty awesome. Now, um, you know, what are some of these tag teams that maybe you guys have developed some of this chemistry with? And, uh, you know, who are the guys that when you see them on the card, you're like, all right, this is going to be awesome. Uh, first and foremost, uh, uh, the guys who we had our very first match with, uh, Chad Songs and Lincoln Mosley, they were the very first, and we worked our first probably six matches just with them. And uh, naturally, you build chemistry when you work with somebody that many times. <laughs> and they were even helping, like, you know, out, outside, we'd all go train together and stuff, too. So, um, that, and then most recently, uh, Probably the Gymnasty Boys. They we wrestled them at IWA just that once, but it, it clicked for us. Yeah, it, at least for us, I felt like it clicked, and and the personalities that we had in the ring was it didn't leave much to speak on. It was more just he does something, I do it, and it just flows together, and we just keep doing it. So that was pretty cool. Well, I think that you know, there's a you guys have heard this before. Funny's not money, and you know, and, and this kind of thing, right? And, uh, you know, some people that say that don't realize that wrestling's changed a little bit and maybe, you know, maybe that's not the case yeah. anymore. Also, uh, some of those same guys don't give a, a group like the Gymnasty Boys, for example, a chance because they see exactly. the, the shenanigans. Um, you know, I recently had a chance to see, for the first time ever, I, I, this match has happened a million times, but I, the first time I got to see it was um, a match involving Gymnasties and the Ugly Ducklings. And those guys oh, yeah. have had like yeah. a thousand matches against each other, and I, yeah. Could, yeah. I couldn't believe my eyes. I was like, Timmy Lou Retton and Rob Killjoy in the ring together was just like, this. it doesn't get any better than this as far yeah. as wrestling goes. <laughs> and um, so, you know, that's something that those guys what, – what's something that you've learned from them, um, you know, uh, specifically like in the ring that maybe you wouldn't – you know, think that you might have been able to learn from guys like that? Uh, well, number one, the, like I said earlier, uh, slow, slow down. down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's always the number one, always, which is good. They brought more personality of us than That's the key, out though. of us than uh, I think anybody else thus far. They, they, they almost forced us to be able to compete in the ring with them. They force you, not, not by their own meaning to, but they force you to have some kind of personality so that way you can, you don't just, look like a total jackass in the ring with them (laughs) because they have so much personality and and they make it apparent, you know, with, Mm -hmm. with the different sayings and the the things that they do, people get behind it so easily. So when we were forced to bring out that Murphy boys personality, it was kind of different because it was 
we elevated it. It's who we are. It yeah. really is. <laughs> and and we got we got to shake off those nerves for a little while and just be us. Like when me and him are just you know goofing around around the house or something, you know, cracking jokes and doing whatever. That's really what it was like in the ring, and it felt natural. So mm-hmm. it's not just uh, us being, hey, I'm a, I'm a good guy. Cheer for me. Yeah, I'm a baby face. Yeah, it's like I'm just gonna go out here and have a good time, and y'all have a good time with us. Yeah, because they were baby faces too, and that, you know, some places you can't get away with. Uh, <laughs> you, you got to do more than that. So you know that's we uh, we had to step it up. That's funny. Um, we uh, we have a joke on our our regular review podcast is when whenever we see a generic baby face, we call them yeah or come on, you know, because that's yep. yeah. that's all they do, you know, and uh, slapping hands and all that shit, you know. And we've actually making fun of some of the baby faces in the area about that. We've actually got them to change what they're doing because they were just stuck in that. Yeah, you know, bullshit, and it's yeah. like you don't even realize it either. It's well, I mean, I'm a good guy. It's that's what you're supposed to do. It's <laughs> it's easy to be a bad guy. It's hard as hell to be a good guy, right? Uh, because it really, is. It, you know, being a good guy, it, it's not important. You know, and what I mean by that is, if you think about the best movies that are out there, I mean, you know, Die Hard's an easy one. You know, um, John McClane's just some vanilla dude you know he has a little he's kind of a smart ass that's it that's the only personality trait he's tough and he's a smart ass and the bad guy is like so interesting and amazing you know and 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 so that's kind of how pro wrestling works a lot of times and uh you know so that's why it's difficult but um but man you know iwa is a place i love so much and i'm really sorry i haven't been out there to see you guys down there um but uh but i mean being down there I, i have to ask you this question I mean, are we gonna are we gonna see a death match with the Murphy boys down there? <laughs> 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 I don't have one in me. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't. I've always I, said I'd do one right place, right time, but who knows? <laughs> I just I I don't know the, the idea of, of pulling thumbtacks out of like out of out of places like my elbow and stuff. I just can't do it. Like that. I respect the hell out of those guys. I, I, yeah, I, for sure. I, they are much more of a man than I'll ever be. That's sure. <laughs> I about freaked out because I had a thumbtack in my in the bottom of my boot a couple weeks ago, and I was like, hey, "This is much for me." <laughs> I mean, like I I legit. I legit had to pull a piece of glass out of my hand the other day from, you know, it was just, it was a stray piece and it got in there somehow. There, there's a lot of stray pieces at that place. Yeah. So. yeah I was like, uh, that's my deathmatch feel right there. So that's all I need. Well, I, I always wondered about that. You know, a lot of these deathmatch guys, they, it's like a, it's almost like, um, I don't know, notches on the bedpost where they have all these tacks in the bottom of their shoes. It's like, how do you not fall down? First of all, yeah. and how long are those tacks? You know, I mean, like, yeah. I, I don't get it, man. If I, I'm, I weigh almost two hundred pounds, if I'm standing on a shoe and there's a tack in, and that's going in my foot, you know, right? I, exactly. I look at it. Usually, some of them coming back and like, man, the bottom of my shoe is all thumb tacked up. And I look at one and I'm like, I almost died. <laughs> I, almost, I just had one in the bottom of my boot. <laughs> wow, that is tremendous. <laughs> well, I'm really happy for you guys to be down there. Um, you know, you get to experience, you know, uh, one of the oldest promotions in the area, and not only that, one of the yeah. one of the most well established. And you get to be around guys like, you know, Larry D. Like we talked about, Ian's obviously oh, an amazing cool. source. I like J.C. Rotten a lot. Um, you know, yes, and yes. Uh, and Aaron Williams is also down there quite a bit, mm-hmm. and uh, yep. he's a good friend of mine, and he's somebody that you know could teach you quite a bit as well. 
Um, but oh, yes. uh, yeah. but who who's like your buddies when you go down there? Who you who you who you brothering up with down there? Uh, Myron's always one of the first ones we go to. Yeah. Uh, if he doesn't get to us first. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> JC's one of them. Yeah. Uh, who else? Who else? I know Pat Monix. He is. We we had a, a really good match uh, last week, and and we we've been brothering it up since. Uh, there's so much good talent there. That's yeah, one reason we love being there. And everybody's so damn cool when you come through there. It's like you got to step your game up. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, but yeah, every time we walk any any, any place we're in with Myron, he we beeline for each other. But anybody there, we're, we we're cool with. Yeah, Absolutely yeah, cool for sure. With. The whole everybody, the, every single person we are cool with. One, one of these days, I'll have to send you the link. Uh, the one time Myron rode with us, and uh, he rode with us, and Aaron rode with us, and uh, Aaron Williams does the characters. Well, he used to when he was on the show a lot more. He does his character, and it's a cross between Leon Phelps, the ladies' man, and Dust <laughs> and Dusty Rhodes. So it's Dusty <laughs> Phelps, right? And the joke is, it's Dusty Rhodes talking, talking, talking about something, and then saying "do it in the butt," basically. So, but but it's really funny, right? It's a great joke, and and uh, it's 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 really funny because it's Aaron doing it, and it's hilarious. Yeah. But but Myron came up with his own character. It was Granddaddy Faya, and it was like his grandfather, right? And my God, they 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 basically reviewed a uh, Ian Rotten like tag team death match. In character and like that, and it is, <laughs> it is. I'll send you the link. You guys will love that. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. But okay. Uh, love, love Myron Reed. He's a tremendous individual. So, uh, yeah. but uh, but man, well, um, let's see here. So, also at IWA, uh, you know, like you said, Pat Monix is coming in. Uh, he's a tremendous talent. Um, yeah. You guys, go, did you guys get to hang out with Shigahiro Irie yet, or is that this week? We did. No, we missed him. Yeah, we did not get to hang out with him yet. We actually had a, a fundraiser type deal uh, here in Owensboro that we had already committed to. But uh, I think it's inevitable. He's here all the time, and we're here all the time. <laughs> so I can't wait until we get to work with him soon. Oh man, be careful. He's he's <laughs> he's a tough dude in the <laughs> ring, but uh, he's he's a really nice guy out of the ring. I mean, just like. He's like stereotypically nice Japanese guy, you know what I mean? Just always smiling <laughs> yeah. and happy, and and that's yeah. fine with me, man. I love that, you know. It's awesome. But uh, yeah. have you ever answered a messenger call? Uh, the I weirdest think- weirdest situation I had was somebody, a fan. Literally, I swear, I'm not making this up. <laughs> I'm not trying to like make myself seem superstar whatsoever. <laughs> I legit got a phone call from Messenger from a fan at like 6 a.m. You talk about this. I, I was pretty mad. Like I was like, who's calling me at 6 a.m. and why? What, what what kind of conversation are we supposed to have when you, you call a perfect stranger that early in the morning on a Saturday? No. Nah. Other yeah. than that, though, we, we have a, a group that we group message all the time, and we video chat and mess around and whatever else but that's not just random though no i've never picked one up <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's kind of bullshit if somebody's calling me through that i you you don't you call me on my phone number and that's exactly. how i know who yeah, you are you know yeah. but that's uh, a little creepy if i don't know you and 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 you know it, that's just weird it's just yeah a little yeah you know, I actually have answered those once or twice. It's never turned out good. So, uh, <laughs> it's a very bad idea. So, uh, just you guys know what you're doing already. Yeah, uh, Amazing Maria says that she is in this group message. Yeah. If yeah. she's in it, I can't imagine that there's not 
all kinds of shenanigans going on in that messenger group. My goodness. Oh, absolutely. Oh, you know, you know, <laughs> you get the Murphy boys and the Amazing Maria in the same place. It's, it's, bound, to be, it's bound to be something. So, right. tell, tell me a good Amazing Maria story. Well, oh, she gosh. about whoops us for some reason uh, every time we see her. So we, we always give her a reason to fight her somehow. Uh, I don't know how. Um, in but, a loving way. It's in a loving, motherly uh, way. But... Yeah, yeah, we almost got our asses beat last Thursday. <laughs> she's one of those that, one of those that uh, has helped us out tremendously. That's in that I can't even find the words. Love her to death. Her and of course Scott Sexton, our trainer. And believe it or not, you know I know he's a he's a, he's a bad guy and all that. He's we're a heel. Good, and we're good guys, but <laughs> him and Larry D and oh man. I almost went off on tangent again there, but <laughs> we're, that's what that's what we're so here blessed. for. So yeah, yeah, we, we've been so <laughs> blessed to have so many people go out of their way to help us. Like, yes, definitely. we are really just a product of their bidding, honestly. Definitely, wow, that's awesome. Well, you know, IWA is full of people like that. You know, exactly. and PT, PTW is full of people like that. I, I don't, you know, I don't know a ton about the area that you're at. I'm sorry, it's like five hours away from me, and good <laughs> yeah. lord. I don't get paid to go to wrestling shows one of these days, maybe, you know, but, uh, right. but yeah, um, man, now, uh, now we do have to cover something that hopefully you're familiar with and hopefully you aren't just wondering why I'm just some weirdo. Um, I, we always describe you on our review podcast as woo affiliates, the Murphy yep. boys. All right. So are are you familiar with that? You're familiar with that joke, right? Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. So, you know, uh, and basically that just comes from your gear that you guys are wearing it before yep. this recent gear, right, that you had. Uh, and it was like an upside-down woo symbol that yeah, was yeah. the Murphy. Tell me who came up with that. That is awesome. I love it. That was – I was listening to uh, one now, of the albums. Hang on. Now. Hang on a second. I got to interrupt you. Which album? What song? What are we talking about? Is this – you know, is this Enter the 36 <laughs> well, Chambers? Is this Enter Forever? Exactly, Enter the Woo, the, the the classic. Okay. So we were listening, uh, I think it was Protect Your Neck, actually. It was in one of my play, my workout playlists. I looked down, and I was like, wow, like, that's a W. So obviously, if I flipped that around, and I literally flipped my phone over, I was like, we got to do that. So as soon as I went home, uh, I got on uh, Photoshop and found the logo and just kind of messed with it a little bit, turned it around, and inserted our name i found the low uh, or the uh the font they used and put our name in and it, uh, the rest is history there but uh it was i don't know just a spur of the moment type thing i was like that's something that we capitalize on something we could connect with too i know a lot of people like wu-tang obviously so i'd hope you don't really have many people <laughs> appealing to the the old the, the the rap old heads out there anymore so that's i mean that we grew up on it so it you know i have a lot of friends that are big hip-hop fans and some of them are in their 20s, and uh, I, I don't know what to do with these guys. You know, I, I really don't because I, I, I try to listen to the stuff that they tell me is good, and I'm just like, it's, this is not good. Um, you know, when, uh, when the loudest thing in your mix is the hi-hat, you failed. You know, you failed as a rap artist, and and we could thank yeah. Master P for that. It's all his fault. So, uh, but uh, yeah, he did well though. <laughs> but you know, Wu Tang is acceptable. So, like, if you had come out with like a Master P gimmick, you know, like like that was on your ear, I would have been like, oh my god, I hate these guys. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me some more uh, old school hip hop you guys listen to. I mean, we got gotta put oh, you on the put oh, you on the spot man. now. Everything like 
everything you can imagine. Okay. Uh, Outcast. There we go. <laughs> now we're talking. Who else? Everything, literally, I'll just randomly, anything bad boy, we were all there. Uh, anything no limit, we were all there. Look, hold up. Look at this. Look at this. This is what we keep getting. <laughs> do you want to answer it live here? and We'll see what they say. Answer, yeah, let's let's do it. Let's let's pull a Murphy Boys <laughs> original here. Hey, Ricky. Okay, no answer. Well, he wanted to add video to the conversation. I mean, come on, like. Oh gosh, he did. He didn't send it till after. Well, don't don't accept the video because oh. you don't know what you're going to get there. You know that yeah, that's that's exactly what that was my thinking. I said, <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, you know, apparently. No, that's crazy. Well, I blocked him and he called my brother. I, I feel like you need Usually to. I know I wasn't lying. You guys should just start calling him over and over again, and when he finally answers, just hang up. So you know. <laughs> that's what I just did. I <laughs> wow. Well, someone needs to learn how what calls are and how they work. But uh, but anyway, right. <laughs> well, uh, well, you know that's tremendous. Now, what is your guys' entrance music? What do you come out to? I can't remember. Cream. Yeah, we come. Oh, out to that's right. Music. That's right. It's like a yeah. different mix of yeah. it. That's right. I got yeah. you, man. That's a tr- yeah. oh, god. That's so great. You know, I, <laughs> Method Man is one of those like he's not an underrated rapper because everyone says he's great. But I mean, yeah. I, he might be one of the best of all time that's never in that conversation. Yes. You know, yes. I agree. One hundred percent agree. One hundred percent. Yeah. Like, yeah. I love everybody in the Wu Tang, right? Um, but yep. is Mastakilla the guy for me? You know what I mean? Like, is he the guy? Yeah. No, yeah. not necessarily. Is somebody like um, Ghostface Killa going to be a mainstream like success? He's pretty good, but he's kind of out there. I don't really know what he's talking about most of the time, you know. Yeah, but yeah. but a guy like Method Man has that like overall appeal. He's like the rock of um of the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah. yeah. Well, he had that personality and that flow that you know when you'd see him make guest appearances on TV shows back in the '90s or whatever. Uh, I just watched Luke Cage not that long ago, and he made a guest appearance on Luke Cage, and I was like. <laughs> he's still relatable like yeah. and the dude doesn't age no. he doesn't age a bit exactly it blew my mind that i saw him in a show that came out this year and he still looks like he did 25 years ago it, it's crazy man well uh what's your favorite old dirty bastard song um you know i do you guys think like i do that his solo album his first one is the best woo solo album or you guys get on the fence with that uh <laughs> rest in peace old dirty bastard but yeah, I was. I don't know. I, he was probably the one I connected with the least, just because I guess he, he was so out there. As a kid. <laughs> I don't like him personally, but I'm the more out there Murphy brother, so uh, I feel a little bit of a connection. But <laughs> I've always been like the, the uh, conscious rap guy, like like method and, and yeah, yeah. I like a little something that you can you can bite onto and you can say it a hundred times and it just it doesn't get old <laughs> to you. You know, one of those one of those one liners that, that really hits. I'll be walking around work and ho- the house and sleeping, saying it. Of course, of course, the the his best though got baby. Uh, what was it? Uh, baby, I got your money. Oh, like, yeah. Of course, that's the that's his, <laughs> that's his bread and butter right there. That's a true. <laughs> you know, a lot of people don't like that album and think that it was kind of weak compared to his first one. I really like it. I'm not not allowed to say the title of that album, however, um, nor would I do that uh, off of air. But at the same time, it's uh, it's tremendous. That's the one that's got Chris Rock on one of the songs too, rapping and shit. It's awesome, you know. Um, yeah. They were doing stuff way ahead of their time. Yeah. I agree, you know, and all the Rick James stuff on there, the cold blooded and all yeah. that. It's, it's great stuff, yeah. man. Great stuff. Well, uh, going back to that last question too, though. Uh, no, li- I know <laughs> you were talking about uh, Master P and everything, but no limit. 
That's what we grew up on. Okay. That, All right. <laughs> those are our guys. Well, let's let's break this down real quick, okay? Um, so here's an acceptable, and this is just my opinion, of course, but it's probably true. Um, the you know the an acceptable no limit artist, mystical. Yeah. I know that he's had some problems, yeah. right? Yeah. I, I know yeah. he's not a good guy or whatever, but he's a tremendous <laughs> rapper, right? Um, Absolutely. If, if, if mystical can't get you in your zone. He's probably my nobody favorite. Will. He's probably my favorite. Well, nobody, nobody will. That's probably the most intense rapper to ever lay ten toes down <laughs> on this earth. If you guys have never heard it, there's a song on it's a Busta Rhymes album, Extinction Extinction Level Event, and uh, on that album there's a song, and I think you're froze again. Are you? No. Okay. Uh, no, you're, no, just, no, you're, no, you're just listening. <laughs> Focus. There's a there's a song with Mystical and Busta Rhymes basically seeing which one of them can go faster pretty much and it's oh, really? it's insane dude really? and it's good too it's not just like a million words that don't make any sense it's like yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. actually good um now an example of a bad no limit rapper would be master p um for example uh you know when i was a kid and and i was watching this video and he's like oh, and that that's the chorus of your song if that's all the effort you're going to put into the music I'm not listening to it, man. And you're not getting any yeah, of my money, yeah. you know. So, <laughs> well, he did, I think, to me, he did his job. He he was he was the hype man, I guess. Uh, I, I don't know. I'm a Master P fan, of course. Mysticals, Silk the Shocker. I, I was gonna say thing. I got to throw Shock out there yeah. because we did we did politely skip over that. <laughs> I was on to it. I was I was coming up on it. <laughs> well, you but, know, uh, I, I I just I enjoy musicians that work hard on their craft, and and people going is not you know, and and you know, I, <laughs> there's a point made in the chat here about Snoop Dogg. Um, even Snoop couldn't make No Limit sound good, in my opinion, you know, and that's a rough deal yeah. right there. Um, Snoop wasn't Snoop. No Limit had, Snoop. it had its few no few bangers, but I mean, we grew up on like the real rap, the. EPMD, Cypress Hill, uh, anything like that. That was the kind of stuff that we grew up in. I mean, our dad was rolling around in the 96 Impala SS, and, I mean, we – we that was the culture. It was mainly bad boy. Yeah, mainly we, we had a lot of bad boy. Yeah. Uh, 112, of course, Big, uh, Diddy, all of them. Puffy, I guess, if you want to really go back to that. Uh, <laughs> Whatever it goes on <laughs> Things like I mean that's that's what we grew up on. So like, I st I still listen to some of the newer stuff, but it's it's not near the same as when you can turn on a '90s playlist and just you feel every song. You don't have to worry about skipping over anything. Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's like the best part to me. So and we grew up on R&B and soul and yeah, and back to Motown. Like I, you could, I'd take. Anita Baker over. Oh my God! This dude has on any day. He so. has been on an Anita Baker kick for the last week since the BET Awards, and they did a tribute to her. He's been listening to nonstop Anita you. Baker. So hey, we'll need to get this party started off right, you know. So well, you know, I, I'm in Cincinnati, and we actually have a little bit of a history here with Motown sound and stuff. There's a a group called the Shy Lights, you know, who recorded a couple yeah. of hits here, uh, and yeah. um, you know, I think it was called sun records or something that was here i can't remember what it was oh, yeah. but uh yeah. but yeah you know um that kind of stuff is tremendous and you know a lot of people the young people today um you know they don't realize answer that they answer that <clears throat> oh we got them we got them calling again this is the fifth time. okay <laughs> they you know this is this is ricky what's up ricky oh 
hold on. He wants to add video. We adding video now? Careful. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kid. Oh, ah. It's a kid. Hey, hey, it off. hey, thanks for. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, there you go. Mystery solved. But uh, right. Well, all, all, makes all I was saying is a lot of people don't realize the connection between you know hip hop and uh, you know soul and and R and B and stuff like that. In fact, so much so mm-hmm. that if you listen to modern rap, it doesn't have any of that stuff in it. It's exactly. Like, yeah. 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 I, I think there's maybe, a chemistry, you know, with all that. Hey, I can't connect with it. It's like totally. It's not the the rap now is not the same rap that we grew up on. It's almost something, almost a completely different genre. Mm-hmm. To me a lot of that i mean it all tied in it was all this goes even back to the wrestling it was all the storytelling and and things that you sing along to at half the time until you get older you didn't even realize what they were saying <laughs> uh, i remember uh, back in the day we listened to a song called me and mrs jones and i had no idea <laughs> that he's talking about going to a coffee shop and cheating on his wife with <laughs> mrs jones so you know it's it's stuff like that that you don't think anything about until you're older, but it, it's such good storytelling and it makes sense. And why well, listen to it a thousand times and it doesn't get old. Story raps are always my favorite. Like, yes. Uh, uh, Ghetto Boys. Uh, wow. Of course, Eminem fan and uh, oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know. <laughs> Anytime you could tell us a good story to me, and, and this goes for any type of art form, you got me. I I don't get into gangster rap too much. But I, I'm a big yeah. I'm a big fan of Noriega for whatever reason, just mainly because he yeah. mainly because yeah. he worked with the Neptune so much, and I just like as soon as I figured out who those guys were, I you know like whatever 15 years ago or whatever it was, I just went out and bought everything I could that was had them on it, which included that yeah. old Dirty Bastard second album, by the way. And um, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, you know um, Noriega is a guy. He has a song with Nas on one of his albums, and it's called body in the trunk <laughs> it's tremendous oh, it's a God. it's a story and the story is yeah. he's showing up to Nas's house like hey buddy you know i know you're up i know i'm getting you up late and everything but i just killed some guy you want to come help me you know and so yeah. that's pretty yeah. much the story or my widified version <laughs> of the story um but uh it, it's pretty great and you guys check that out man noriega's okay, i like okay. him okay. i like him a lot man he's awesome a lot of that stuff gets slept on just because it's I mean, I know generation's a little bit different now, and you know it's it's weird to think that uh, our dad's still relatively young, so he's only forty one, and I'm twenty three, and Carson's nineteen. So that gives you an idea. What great ages to of, be, jeez. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, like I said, we really grew up like on that, that stuff was, you know, fresh to him, current, and it, it got played a lot around us. So like that stuff was. And so it never left us. We still yeah. listen to it. And then with our grandparents, we spent a, we still to this day spend a lot of time with our grandparents and. They played a lot of the Motown, the Soul, and all that. So I mean, we grew mm-hmm. up on the the Teddy Pendergrass, the Four Tops, the Temptations, the any of that Gladys Knight, all that. Barry stuff. White, yeah, Barry, oh, all man. that stuff is so It's awesome. Well, uh, might think Barry White job or just yeah, and just it's nothing for me to listen to that stuff at the gym, just <laughs> yeah. because like it it makes it makes you feel good and it motivates <laughs> me in some weird way. I don't know. Hey man, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, some of those, uh, old soul records and stuff, they hit harder than some of the stuff that supposedly hits hard today. Yep. And, uh, you know, yeah. it, it, it doesn't matter what kind of music it is. If you can jam out to it and get motivation from it. I mean, that's what it's all about. Um, you know, exactly. uh, much like wrestling, 
uh, music can be done in a million different ways, and all those ways are right in some way, you know. So, uh, exactly. yes, that's pretty exactly. awesome. Now, we do have to get back to wrestling, though. So, uh, you know, I'd love to sit here and talk <laughs> about music with you all night. Maybe we'll do that again sometime. But, uh, yes, but right. uh, so, you know, we talked about short term goals for you. What's a long term goal? It's a generic question, but we got to ask this. Like, where do you want to go? Like, if tomorrow, you know, you had a, a uh, you know, you got a FedEx, one from New York. One from Canada, I guess now. Uh, one from uh, Japan, and one from Baltimore, I guess, where Ring of Honor is. I mean, what what are we doing here? Where, what's your like final goal? You know, what do you guys want to do in in the end here with everything? I mean, I'll say it without reason. If I get anything from Connecticut or New York, I'm going. And uh, I, that's just I, that's I think me. that should be any wrestler. On mm-hmm. I think that's any wrestler. It should be, you know. Well, depending on where you're at with things, but that at the end of the day. The, they are the king, you know. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm in it to make a living for my family and secure my future. Personally, I would love to retire early. Yeah, like in my <laughs> early 40s, if I can retire <laughs> at that point, hey, I'm good. You know, so uh, I, I don't. Ideally, I would not like to work a nine to five until I'm 65. So you know, if I could get a nice WWE contract, do that for some years, and be done, hey, I'd, I'd be more than satisfied with my life. So, but at the same time. You know, the business is changing, especially with All In and everything. And New Japan is one of my favorite pro- promotions as far as talent. And, yeah. oh, man, it's insane. So to be a, a part of that would be amazing, too. Uh, I can't even I can't even imagine. You know? Well, I mean, you know, I guess the question I'm trying to ask you guys that, that you know, maybe it, I should have just phrased it this way is that, you know, <clears throat> let's say that you guys had this contract – uh, ROH wants to sign you. You're gonna you're gonna be in the World Tag League at New Japan, and uh, you're gonna you know go to AAA or wherever else that they have uh, you know. But and you get to do what you want, right? Versus and you have kind of a light schedule, you know. I mean, you're you're yep. working a couple months and then you're off for a month, and you're working a couple months and you're yep. off for a month, right? Or you're working five nights a week. You're making way more money. But you're just doing what you're told. You know, that's kind of right. the two differences right there. You know, everybody may know who you are, but you have no say in what you're doing versus maybe not so many people know who you are and you're not making as much money, but you get that artistic freedom. What's more important to you guys? I think, okay, so I'll speak as the brother that always takes heat in these matches. <laughs> I would much rather have that. <laughs> So I'll take that lighter schedule so I can recover. Fair enough. I don't mind taking the whooping so he can get the hot. So you, so you're the Ricky Morton in this situation, huh? Is that definitely, true? definitely. Fair enough. Definitely, definitely. Well, but I, I would take that. Yeah, I, I like having a little bit of freedom to to move around and and, and make things fun and, and relatable. Well, what's uh, what's person. what say you, Robert Gibson? <laughs> uh, at the end of the day, it would have to come down to what's best for the family, of course. But I. I to not go would be seem crazy. Uh, to not go to the WWE would seem crazy, but it's almost like they've got so much talent. It's like, what can you do? At the same time, on the other hand, it's nerve wracking to not get lost in the shuffle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, but if you take the other deal, then it's kind of like, well, you have to constantly stay relevant. You're your own boss. You know what I'm saying? So you got a lighter schedule, and there's no like guarantee that. on money. You know, if you don't get booked, you just don't get booked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'd probably have to go with the, the WWE contract. That's more secure. Fair enough. I mean, 
you know, even the lowliest of lowly, uh, you know, pro wrestlers, even Mojo Raleigh, for example, you know, makes, you know, oh, hundred, yeah, hundred grand a year, you know, minimum. Yeah, so, yeah. um, you know, it is, it is such a, such a big juggernaut that, uh, you know, it's hard yeah. to say no to that. And I, I completely get it. Um, especially yeah. when most of the people that make it to WWE have already had that ability to get all that artistic freedom stuff out if they want. Exactly. And so, mm-hmm. you know, you've already done everything. You've been wrestling for 10 years on the indies doing all kinds of fun stuff. Yeah. And some of it sucks. Some of it was awesome. And then you made it yep. to WWE and it's like, well, in a way I kind of like that mental loads off. Now I don't have to think of a new thing exactly. to do every night. Somebody else can just tell me. Yep. Dean Malenko can tell right. me backstage, you know? So, um, <laughs> okay. Right. Hey man, Definitely. I like to think about stuff like that because, you know, it, it's fun as a fan and it's fun to just kind of get in the head of uh, wrestlers like that are in situations like yourself, because obviously I see a ton of people um, and you know, one out of every 10 people that I see all the time might make it to WWE, you know what I mean? Right, or right. get an opportunity like that. But like you said, with everything changing and, you know, in the independence becoming more successful and all that stuff, I think that, you know, folks like yourself have a unique opportunity to be a new kind of wrestler and, uh, to right. follow in the footsteps of, of, you know, the guys like the Kenny Omegas and people like that, that have, Never, yeah. never been in WWE and don't want to go there, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the world is your oyster, guys, you know? <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. For sure. Shoot, For and sure. If I can make the money they're making with the dates that they're doing, shoot, I'd take that all day. <laughs> yeah. You got a lot of guys making really nice livings off the independence now. And, I mean, for some, depending on their style, they're more lucrative uh, mm-hmm. on the indies. It, it would it would almost be a down step financially and and as far as their impact on wrestling as a whole to go to the wwe than to stay on the independence right now uh cody rhodes is the perfect example of somebody who stepped out on faith and and made it happen and totally took himself to from here all the way up to you know continually going up i think that's huge Uh, that's a huge testament to what wrestling is right now yeah it's 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 a whole different thing man and just in the past five years it's changed so much and that's always been one of my favorite things about wrestling is that it changes constantly, you know, and, exactly. and, and something I always say on our podcast, as I say, if you like something, uh, enjoy it. If you hate it, don't worry about it. Cause it's going to change real yep. soon anyway. So, um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. you know, yep. and, uh, that, that's something that I think is a lot of fun about wrestling. It can be bittersweet at times too, when your favorite guy, mm-hmm. you know, beats up your, his, ta- when, when, you know, you throw, uh, you each other through the barbershop window or whatever the case may be, <laughs> you know, um, have you guys right. ever had a match against each other? And, uh, you know, I'm sure you trained against each other quite a bit, but have you ever had a match against yeah. each other? Not a. It wasn't a complete match. Yeah. But technically, yeah, we've had one. Uh, I wouldn't say it was a full. I, I wouldn't count it as our match against each other. Yeah. Uh, I want to hold that. It that, became one of those deals hunger. where uh, we came out for our match, ready for a tag match. Da, 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 da. The champions came out and they said, "Well, we beat you guys the last two times, so in order to get your spot back to wrestle us, you have to wrestle each other." Da, 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 da. Wrestling. Exactly. (laughs) So we started to, you know, we worked each other for a little bit and then they eventually came in and beat us down when we had our backs turned and all this stuff. So uh, we didn't really have a match against each other because we really only worked for about three or four minutes before we got jumped. So uh, 
I'm looking forward to that day, and I hope we can build that to a point where everybody can look forward to that one day. Yeah, I'm sure it's inevitable. Uh, I, brothers always have to fight at least once. Uh, real life, we 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 get into it a lot because <laughs> of our 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 personalities are so similar, but the way that we express it is so different. Mm-hmm. So we get into it a lot over just dumb stuff, stupid stuff, but I constructive guess stuff though. Mostly constructive stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys are about to disagree. You You're disagreeing about the things you disagree about. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. Welcome to the Murphy Boys uh, living room. That's tremendous, man. Well, uh, hopefully someday we'll get to see that. Uh, you know, that'll be a lot of fun. And you know, it could even be in a good sports situation. It doesn't have to be in exactly. you know blood feud. Uh, you know, we see guys all the time. I, you know, some of these indie promotions, their rosters are small, and sometimes you got to see a good guy versus a good guy, and, you know, they yep. shake hands, and they respect, respect, respect. So, uh, you know, right. that, that's always a good thing. But, uh, well, man, uh, do you guys have any questions for me? Um, is there anything, you know, I can answer for you or anything you, you're wondering for me? So, mm-hmm. really, uh, one statement i got to make is we do have to get you down here. In some way, we need to accommodate to get you down here for a bigger show. So we'll, we'll figure out how to do that. Okay. Uh, in the meanwhile, what's what's some of your favorite places to visit, you know, these, yeah. these different promotions and stuff? Well, uh, you know, my two favorite places are Primetime Wrestling in Paris, and I love Northern, yep. Northern Wrestling Federation in Cincinnati, uh, you know, and those kind of guys sh- – pretty much share a roster pretty much yeah. I mean, so, <laughs> yeah. you know it's kind of the same guys but i really love those two we go to rockstar a lot um you know iwa is a, gr- a great place i love aiw i've only been there once and i want to go back so bad that place was amazing uh that's awesome you know remix i was, uh, I was, go ahead. I was lucky enough to work with uh, eddie only uh this past thursday <laughs> great 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 wrestling the, pr- great the production wrestling. he's part of the production up there man those guys are yeah those yeah. guys are taking over and, uh, you know, I love it. Um, but, uh, you know, we're going to Remix Pro here coming up. Um, you know, there's old wrestling I haven't been to yet. That's a place I want to get to. But I've never been yeah. to WWA, and I've never been down your way, uh, down that, you know, in that area. And I want to get down there um, because I know that I've seen the pictures. I know you guys are you guys are packing them in, you know, and it, it, it's, it's <laughs> doing our best. you know, so uh, that's something I want to get down to see. Um were you thinking of something specific, or what were you? Were, no, I just it was just a general question. Just, just I just wanted to see, I guess, who you followed the most. I figured it was it was PCW, but I just want to see who else was kind of in the mix there too. Uh, I mean, just to see. we go to Rockstar like three times a week, you know, you, or three times a month usually, and uh, yeah. you know, I mean, those are kind of the three main places that we go. But at the same time, I'm always looking to go to a new place and go to back to an old place I haven't been and stuff like that. I mean, you know, I, I'm really sad that I haven't been in IWA much because I love it there so much. And, and like, you know, people tell me horror stories about, you know, Ian and JC and stuff like that. And they've never been anything but cool to me. So, like, I don't take – Exactly. You know, I, here. It, it's funny because in wrestling, many times I've talked to someone who I know and been like – Hey, I, I think I'm going to talk to this person, and they're like, "Oh, that guy's a piece of shit." Blah blah blah. And I always think, yeah. I always think, well, I'm going to meet him anyway, you know. And so, like, I'll meet yeah. somebody, and a lot of times, what happens is, is, I I can't go off what they did to that person. I can only go off what they do to me. So and it's a two way. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Always There's is. always two sides, and and a lot of times, you know, when you get 
a lot of promoters, they don't get to explain their, their side because you hear the worker side first or the fan side first. So it's harder for them to, to justify that. Uh, I love Ian and I love JC just because I, I love somebody that can be real with me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if we stink it out, we stink it out. If we had a banger, we had a banger. <laughs> I would much rather you tell me if we stunk it out than, than to have watched an atrocity and then told me it was okay. And we've done, we stunk it out many times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's for sure. So I respect somebody that can be honest with us. But that's how you get better. Mm-hmm. To let us know. And we're very blessed to be there. I love being there. It's, everybody. So cool. the, the first time I met Ian, I just shook his hand and said, hi, thanks, Ian, you know, for the show. And he's like, Great. See you later. You know, and then the, and then the <laughs> next time he had listened to our podcast and I had roasted the ring at uh, the Memphis arena that at the time was being held together by like duct tape. And they had to like stop <laughs> the matches to like fix it with duct tape right in the middle of the match. And so, yeah, I roasted it on the podcast and I was like, yeah, that thing's a piece <laughs> of shit. So he says, hey, the next time I'm down there, he's like, hey, you're the guy that uh, doesn't like my ring. huh?" And I go, yeah, you should burn it to the ground. And he's like, okay and ever since then since since i didn't go oh no i love your ring you know what i mean since i didn't back down from my statement i think i gained a little respect with him and ever since then he's been like super cool to me and you know anytime i show up down there he's like is aaron williams book tonight that's what he always says (laughs) (laughs) he sounds just like him too (laughs) but uh there there is there is one question i do like to ask a lot of folks what's your first memory of wrestling like your first First wrestling memory. That's a great story. That's a great story. Um, So when I was a kid, I had a buddy who loved wrestling, and I would go over to his house. He was a rich kid, man. His dad was like a computer guy in the eighties, and they were fucking loaded. Wow. And and like he had everything, you know. So he we would watch, uh, you know, whatever was. I I I'm I'm a good fan but a lot of this stuff i don't know because i don't really care to go back and research it i don't know what we watched i don't know which show it was on so i'm not that big of a nerd but the uh but we watched um you know the hogan and like the mega powers storyline that was the first thing that i remember as a kid um watching that and being like this is just awesome and one of the coolest things that i found out is some of the one of the person that refereed some of the matches that were in that storyline was Roger Ruffin, who is the owner and trainer at yeah, NWS, absolutely. right? So yeah. later on, you know, like just last year, I found out that he was one of the ones, and I'm like, oh, my God, man. I was like seven <laughs> years old watching this shit, you know what I mean? And now I get to meet yeah, one yeah. of the guys that was involved and be, like, friends with him and stuff, you know? Yeah. So, like, that kind of stuff, you know, is so cool how it, it can, you know, tie in and everything. And that's one thing exactly. that, that I love about pro wrestling is that people like yourselves are accessible. You know what I mean? You, yeah. you know, and, unless <laughs> you're Ricky, people. you know, um, you're going to answer, you know, you're going to respond to messages that people uh, send you and stuff like that. And, um, you know, and, and that's something that's really cool about pro wrestling is that you're accessible. Back in the day, if I tried to talk to Roger Ruffin, he'd be like, get out of here, kid. You know, but uh, right. now, he, yep. now yeah. he has to talk to me. So <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's awesome. That's what I love about wrestling is how it all ties back. And to think that just a couple months ago, like I, 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 we were in a locker room with a lot of ECW guys, and literally, I'm sitting like this with Sabu and and, and just talking like I never would have imagined. Like that it, to think on it now, like it blows my mind to think that that was even a thing. Like I, I just I don't know. Uh, it's and we've only been doing. Uh, it was a year ago. Yesterday was our first match. So wow, yeah, we've been very blessed. Like yeah, it, it a year ago yesterday. Yeah. Do you know how many you've had? 
Ooh. Shoot. Um, I'd shoot for. It's got to be close to a hundred, if not. I'd say maybe eighty-five. Okay. Something like that. You know, maybe Somebody. you'll be really happy with yourself if you document this some way. You know, <laughs> right? I think we will. From now it's on. pretty easy. You know, uh, you know, you could actually just record little voice notes and send them to yourself, and then yeah, you'd always yeah. have them. You know. Yeah. Uh, that's one that's cool true. thing about the podcast is that every time we go to a show, we record a podcast. So I know exactly how many shows I went to after the date that we yeah. started the podcast because they're all documented. Yeah. And I have all these fun memories that I can share with my friends and stuff like that. So and yeah, and wrestlers, you know, so and woo affiliates, right? You know, so yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, Larry says that uh, his first TV match watching was uh, when Hogan and Savage split up with the Mega yeah. Powers, too. So that's pretty awesome, man. Uh, yeah, you know Larry D is younger than me. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah, I was. Oh, y'all me off at eight. I was devastated to find that out. So. <laughs> y'all throw me off with ages because uh, when Larry had his last birthday, he said how old he was, and it, it blew my mind just because, like, I don't know, like, not Larry, not trying to call you old. I, he not, looks. He, he, you know, he looks a little older than he is, you know, but it is what it is. So, <laughs> hey, man, Larry's look is one of the things that gets him over. So he's fine with it, I'm sure. Yeah, so, uh, yes, yeah. but, uh, but anyway, well, man, you know, I could sit here and talk to you guys all night. I know that uh, a couple things I want to get in here at the end, though, is that you guys recently did a Facebook Live and you had a blast, it yes. looked like. Oh, um, man, it was fun. So, are you going to be doing that again? Is there plans to do this on a different yes. format? What are we doing here? We were thinking once we had another topic to to we wanted something strong to come on. We didn't want to just kind of get on and be like, "Hey guys, we're here." The, you know? We were going to do. I was like, I kind of want to make it a weekly thing, but I don't want to just talk about nothing. You, you yeah. know. So, yeah. uh, kind of we've been bouncing back some ideas, getting some ideas with your show, of course, and then like being the elite. So we've been thinking about do, maybe doing a YouTube show or or something like that, or maybe a Facebook show. Something like that along those lines, something where we could really sink our teeth into and make it creative and things like that really uh, involve the fans as well, too. So kind of we, we've been talking about some things, throwing some things out and see what sticks. And, uh, Larry comments. Hopefully kind of pull it together. <laughs> How old do you think he is? Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to be in trouble. <laughs> it's fine. You're never going to see us at PTW. Oh, I, next, the, next PT, the next PTW thing you see is going to be everything legendary versus the Mercury. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's going to be back chops the match, you know? So. Five minute time. <laughs> I'm going to have to miss a perfect bump off of every time. So <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, wow. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Well, anyway, well, I look forward to that. Uh, just uh, one piece of advice. If you do do, like, uh, a video format, do it on YouTube and then put the link on Facebook, and that makes people go okay. to your YouTube page. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah, you, can't, yeah. you can't get any money from the plays on this, you know, but you might That's if true. you get popular, you know, on YouTube you could. So, um, but uh, I'm full of all kinds of uh, little tidbits like that. So if you guys need help with anything, just let me know, man. But we will, awesome. we, will continue, we will continue to keep this going at some point. Because, uh, <laughs> I've enjoyed this, and, 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 and we'll need you on our oh, sure. at some point. So we can quiz you on some stuff <laughs> and, and keep this train rolling because I've had fun. Hey, man, I, I enjoyed it too. You know, I, I like to do a little research and stuff like that. And then sometimes I'm like, you know – these guys have a great personality. I, I just want to talk to them, you know? And so like, that's yeah, kind of, yeah. 
I, appreciate that. I prefer to do it that way anyway, you know, um, but, uh, but at the same time, oh, you yeah. guys are great guests, uh, whether we're in person or, you know, uh, through the inner tubes and all that stuff, uh, you know, I'm sure yeah, me and you guys would have great conversations in person as well. So, oh, yeah. uh, oh, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, just let me know how else I can help. You know, I'm always here to help, uh, young guys, old guys, even old guys like Larry, I'm here to help, you know, um, <laughs> And uh, and oh, anything I can do. The ticket prices went up. So, if that, by the way, that is a that is the tiniest little piece of all the shit that I've given Larry over the past year and a half, and like it's not even close. And and the shit he's given me, my goodness, it's ridiculous. So, but we have a lot of fun with that guy. So, uh, well, anyway, well, where where can we find you on the internet, guys? What what kind of plugs you want to get in right now? Here's your chance. Go for Ooh. it. Here we go. Well, we definitely got to plug that September 8th show here in Owensboro mm-hmm. at the Owensboro Sports Center. Um, UCW comes in, a tribute fit for a king. You got Jerry Lawler, Ken Shamrock, uh, Buff Bagwell, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Rob Conway. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. Jillian Hall was recently announced for that NWF one. NWF lady, yeah. So, yes, <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. That's a little different. Yeah. Uh, it's overall, it's going to be a blast. The Sports Center can seat a couple thousand so that means there's plenty of seats for all y'all to come out and check it out there. Wow. Absolutely. yeah amazing last amazing. time we were there i think it was it was well over a thousand for sure so uh, i never got an official number so i, I won't kayfabe any numbers on you or anything <laughs> but, uh, it was definitely over a thousand um definitely want to plug that show uh if you don't follow us on facebook already the murphy boys uh facebook.com forward slash the murphy boys I tag it in like everything that I post because I'm like the rock and I like to refer to everything in third person. So uh, if you don't follow us on there, that's the best place to follow us. I try to keep my personal page somewhat personal. So, uh, and I'm terrible at going through all my friend requests. I'm just lazy. Um, so I'm terribly I'm so lazy at going I through I will that. eventually get to you. <laughs> you never have to like go through all those like fake profiles that say like you know want to see my nudes click here <laughs> yeah i don't like doing all that i want to see them but i'm not gonna click there you know so exactly <laughs> <laughs> i'm 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 in a relationship so i plead the fifth and he's fair enough, enough, fair so. enough. <laughs> that's awesome but no uh definitely that uh the, U- the youtube channel oh, yeah, definitely YouTube. follow us on the youtube channel mm-hmm. uh, it's the, the murphy boys as well the murphy boys as with well. a z right um, yes, yes with a z mm-hmm. uh twitter i'm at cameron murphy mb he's at carson murphy mb same goes for instagram cameron and carson murphy keep it MB. The, the same so yeah we kind of swagged off the young bucks with the mb after our names <laughs> it is what it is it worked for them didn't it yeah, yeah man yeah, <laughs> it works uh we love fan one. pictures and fan Absolutely. art and all that stuff. So if you make it, tag us in it, and we will share it because we love that stuff. Some people made us in the, the latest video game. Look, that, that was so yeah, cool. Yeah, somebody made us in 2K18, <laughs> and it was like, legit. Yeah, like it was legit, legit. I was like, wow. I, I, was, I was very shocked that somebody would spend that much detail on two kids <laughs> from Owensboro, Kentucky. Makes it feel good. Yeah. Did they? Did, like, all right. Well, did they make you and then have you job out to the Ascension or something like that? Yeah. Yeah, actually, in the screenshot that that he had that he sent us to it, we jobbed out to the Brotherhood. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's right. Wow, that's a match I'm waiting on. No kidding. I think that'll be fun. It was supposed Uh, to happen at one point and it fell through. Yeah, yeah. Mickey and Marn versus the Murphy. Where the hell's Mickey at? I haven't seen him around. Where? where, I don't know. We 
we he's around this, these Owensboro stomping grounds somewhere, so we we gonna have to go find, we'll find him. him. And uh, Owensboro's the only so big. We'll, yeah. we'll snatch him up. We'll have, have, to, have, have to drag him into the ring. Uh, if we can get Myron off of a, off the, I, get some get get a ten minutes free for him. Yeah, you know. We might whip up something. <laughs> That's awesome. Man. All right, man. Well, thank you guys so much. This was uh, thank you. 10 times more fun than I thought it was going to be, and I thought it was going to be a blast. So, uh, you know, I, I really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, anything else, you guys, any other messages you got for the audience or anything? Thank you all. Thank you yeah. for everything, uh, making our first year just awesome. And uh, we expected to be those guys that just kind of – stayed around the, the small little area for a second we thought that was paying dues so uh thank you for everybody who helped us get out of that and, yeah and uh wanted us to you know get that exposure and allowed us to do that on your platform uh whether it's the podcast or uh you know larry d bringing us in and or all these different places that took a chance on us and trusted us to entertain their fans that that means a lot to us. Took a took a chance on us. We failed them, and then still took a chance. <laughs> that's how you know. That's how you know. <laughs> well, like I said, it's like that thing, you know, where you see a young wrestler, you see him screw up, and then you want to see him fix yeah. that next time, you know. So yeah, exactly. that's what it is, yeah. you know. But, uh, but we got sympathy. That's all. That's what matters. <laughs> Well, you, you can't get any simpy though from uh, from what's his name, you know, uh, the Scott yeah. Steiner, you know. But uh, but anyway, awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for joining me, and uh, we'll Absolutely. see you guys down the road. And uh, you know, just hit me up anytime. I'm definitely sending you that link to that uh, Myron Reed, uh, Aaron Williams deal. That's you guys will love that. So have a great night, guys. We'll see you later. Okay. Thank you. Thank you.